Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us in this podcast series for Integrative Arts and Humanities Course 241E, Social Dance, History, and Contemporary Reflections. Today our module is called Dance Between Classes. And with us today we have the incredible Mr. Thomas Beebe, who was the lead education director for Shakespeare Walla Walla. Now, Walla Walla is referring to the small town in southeastern Washington where I grew up, and Thomas and I both worked and basically recreated this company that would take uh, Shakespeare curriculum to various schools around the area. So that's where that word comes in. The other thing I want to tell you before we start is Thomas and I are old friends. So this isn't your average academic interview. I hope you enjoy. All right, so I'm here with former director of education for Shakespeare Walla Walla, Mr. Thomas Beebe. Welcome. Hey, Brad. How you doing? Good to see you again, man. It's good to see you. Good to talk with you about this. I'm really excited to have you here, and I think the students are going to love hearing about this because you were the director of education for Shakespeare Walla Walla, which was a successful residency program. We did a week residency. Um, and uh, took over the class and played with freshmen for a week and gave them a sampling of Shakespeare that they were able to uh, take with them and embody and um, really get active with a lot of things. So one of the things that um, that we did during that week, and then like you and you took this thing over after I left, but one of the things that we had in almost all of them was a whole day that was uh, focused on dance correct yeah yeah we did the whole uh we called it capulet ball and so the the whole day was was around it started with uh attire and how um and how uh fashion formed to function and we talked to him about that and then we would go on to um what the the courtesies and all that stuff that, that they had to have um and we would end uh, with the brawl, which was more um, upbeat, playful. Um, and, you know, a lot of times your your lower class or servants or things like that would do that. Um. <clears throat> That's fabulous. Yeah, well, this whole module this week for this class is called Dance Between Classes. And so we're, we're talking a lot about um, this specific period and how, you know, there is quite a major discrepancy between the classes. I mean, not that it's that much different today, of course. Um, but can you kind of like, can you kind of break down what the Pavan is supposed to do? Because the, the, I, that's one of their assignments at the end of this module is they're going to actually learn the steps and then videotape themselves doing it and upload it to, um, to a cloud platform where everyone else can watch each other. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, if uh, I'm going to give you an idea of a little bit about what went on um, heading into a ball and why why you would have a difference in uh, in dances, because the um, the brawl we'll get to in a minute, like I said, is more playful, more fun, and it doesn't have the the connotations or the meaning that the pavan would have. Um, 
So the brawl wasn't a fight dance? <laughs> yeah. It's funny you'd say that because I think you remember there's like three or four different ways to spell it. I think we oh, ended up yeah. spelling it B-A-R-S-L-E uh, or something like that. And there's it's just it's crazy. Yeah, um, somebody just yeah. grabbed a handful of Scrabble tiles and threw some consonants in there. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot like that. Um, the uh, But kids that were, uh, you know, these are 13, 14 year old kids that they're wanting to marry off that were from the upper classes. Um, you'd have to imagine like uh, during Shakespeare's period, these young people uh, would undergo incredible difficult pressure to get married. And uh, just like at the Capulet's Ball later on, uh, or, you know, even Romeo and Juliet, your kids are probably familiar with that. I'm sorry, students. <laughs> I'm so old. I call people under 40 kids now. <laughs> um, but uh, they'd be required to present themselves in the most perfect way. So as to be able to, you know, marry off into a wealthier family or to receive a dowry from a wealthy family would be a great catch. Um, God, that's crazy. Yeah. I have to do that at 14. <clears throat> I know. It, it's well, and, and you do this with the freshmen. And they really have an idea, you know, because they're 14, 15 years old. And really, like, I'll tell the, the girls that are us, you know, how many girls are 15 here? Said, well, you're kind of getting on. You need to get married if you're in Shakespeare's time, you know. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and let them know, you know, this wasn't about love. This wasn't about, this is about, you know, enriching your family and that sort of thing. Um, and when we get to the, the real dancing of it, and, and I think your students will really like the real dancing of it is to show, you know, to really show themselves. Um, so just to start, uh, there's things, you know, you would need to know how to bow, how to curtsy, um, those sort of things. And you'll be showing your students that. Um, and you would need to... Well, what's the difference between a bow and a curtsy? Well, the bow would be, um, and, and again, this, this is harder to show on this thing, but, you know, so a bow was done by the men. Okay. And it is a full you know bow forward you know very dramatic type of thing and looking up you know keeping your head up as you bow at 90 degrees the waist with your you know and you would hold that um but your head is up where uh the women would be more demure and do the the curtsy where they just bend their knees and they're wearing about 70 pounds worth of dress you know and but they would bend their knees and then hold it, but they they would put their chin down to their shoulder, kind of to to look down, uh, and they would not make eye contact. So, so there was. So you're saying like before they even started doing the dance, they would have to already learn how to just start to say hello or or whatever. Oh yeah, and they would and they would know when to hold that. I mean, you wow. you would uh, um, even before like just walking down the street or anything like that. If you had royalty coming down the street, you would you would know to bow and you would hold the bow until royalty was by you wow. so if they stopped and were looking in the butcher's window and oh look at that that meat is fantastic oh that's wonderful you know and the whole time they're talking you would you would bow and hold that bow you know and and or curtsy and hold that curtsy and they would you know mosey on down the street now they wouldn't be seen in the street much um, there's got to be some it, sort of like a world's record for you know, maybe somebody fell asleep and they had to just hold it until they woke up. <laughs> Think about this. If you don't hold that bow right now, um, you could be thrown in jail or, or penalized or, wow. you know, if you're a rotten kid, you'd be beheaded, you know, anything. Uh, you know, it's just, it was crazy. They had, they had 
you know, the sumptuary laws that I don't know whether you'll you'll talk about much, but um, well, that's a well, that's a good thing. We can we can definitely put a pin in that and maybe come to that later. That's awesome. Um, so, okay, so we're we're wearing all these clothes. We're 14, 15 years old. We have mm -hmm. tons of like immaculate fabrics on and things like that. I mean, this is what this is probably the most important dance of our young life, right? Is something oh like yeah, that. oh absolutely. Wow. Yeah, and you have you have the um, you're coming together as you know to uh, and I think we we touched on this before, but the families are coming together to uh, either maintain uh, or increase their worth, their financial worth, um, or their status, you know, their prestige, or or they're coming together. You know, you got a you got a dairy farmer family and a wheat farmer family and they're coming together and, and they're like gonna have a monopoly at the stores you know <laughs> um so so there's a lot to it um but so yeah it's, it's, let's say it's the big. so let's say the music starts right what does it look like so because we haven't had any they haven't even seen this yet probably they're not going to do the dance probably till the end of the week so like how would you describe what it looked like okay well a lot of the um a lot of the real formal dances are are couples dances even though like a lot of times in movies you see the big exchanges and all that and that did happen but a lot of times you had you had you know two people knew how to dance together starting with with how you just have hands i mean how you you work your hands to tell everybody what's going on like people would dance together and you'd have families dancing together um you know so so how you danced with an uncle an aunt a brother a sister is going to be very different than how you dance with somebody that you may be courting um so you would need to know you know for instance uh if you have um if you are just dancing with your uncle or whatever it is uh and you are a young woman then you would put your your palm down uh upon the back of his hand and he would support you uh you know with that arm so they would you know put their arms out she would put her hand that way whereas if somebody had interest and they they were interested in each other they would have um if you remember that uh in shakespeare i forget which act and scene but when they talk about uh palm to palm lovers kiss oh and yeah they are <clears throat> so and there's many interpretations of that that are really fun and maybe we'll get into that one day uh, but um but what that is is it, it the representation of that in the dance is if you're palm to palm then the man puts his palm up and the woman puts her hand and rests her hand palm down on his, then that shows an agreement that they are looking at each other for courtship. And that's, you know, and then, so that'll carry out, carry on throughout the dance. Oh, okay. um, and the woman, I, I don't know whether you remember this part, but the women had the power in that. So if he put his hand out and, uh, you know, he had his hand up and, and she would say, uh, you know, that's great. She put her, she put her palm down and say, yeah, you're cool. Or she could take and turn over his hand, ooh, and, yeah, and say, uh, you know, no, not really. Oh my and then, gosh. So, and he'd just have to take it. It didn't That's matter. So cold. <clears throat> oh yeah, and and it would, and it means a lot because you've got families there that you're, if you're representing, you know, if you're out there representing your family, so um, for her to turn his palm, or he's not going to turn that back around because that's an insult. You know, either way, he he might come up and you know he might come out there and go oof. I just want, you know, this isn't going to work well for my family. So he's putting his palm down and she goes, oh, no, Shug, you're mine. And turns his palm up. 
you know, and he goes, it's oh, like, oh, so, she can, so she can say, no, this is not a romantic thing. Or she can be like, this is a romantic thing. Deal with it. Exactly right. No kidding. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, really cool to know that, that, that the women had the power in that scenario. That's really, that's really yeah. um, lovely to hear. Oh yeah. Well, you're talking about, you know, what's it like to, to, we'll, we'll think about the women. What's it like to be, you know, a 13, 14 year old kid, you've been trained and, and know, uh, you know, what to say, how to say it, being demure, being whatever it is. Um, but think of like just the clothing you're in is so restrictive, you know, and, and you've got a corset that, that, that provides like two main functions for these, these Elizabethan women, but really the girls at this point. Um, and the first was to suck their belly in and provide a rigid frame for the alignment and, and posture that they, they need to have to, to have a certain look. And uh, most of the corsets at the time are made from whalebone. So you're not going to have a lot of bending then. Wow. Um, and then the second was to shrink the size of their waist oh, and gosh. allow the hips to look bigger. That does not sound comfortable. No, no. And then you got a bum roll. So at the bottom of this corset, you got a bum roll, which is just like a big padded roll, like it sounds like. Uh, and it goes around the waist and then a, what they call the farthingale skirt. And you could imagine this is constructed out of wood. And it has these metal hoops that are in it that get larger <laughs> and larger. No, serious. Wow. Yeah. And then, so that farthingale skirt, and then you have, and that was, I mean, if you can imagine back then, uh, and I've mentioned uh, fashion follows function a few times. And back then you had um, the idea that, that women, uh, they, you know, lost a lot of children and stuff. And so the idea was put in that, well, women with, with larger hips, they have uh, babies that live and they live through childbirth. And so the fashion that followed that was these huge hips. And that's why they have the skirt and the bum, bum roll before you even get to the dress. That's, that's so interesting. So that, 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 that image that you, that you conjure up when you think of these things it came from people pursuing, trying to find somebody who could be the mother of a large family. Yes. Is there anything, is there anything that, uh, that men wore that would be kind of the same idea? Like, with the fashion falls function thing you're talking about? So yeah, uh, back then it was just obvious that a man who had large calves with uh, the gastrocnemic muscles um, that were larger was obviously a guy who was fertile and could have lots of boys. So no. that's, a, that's a man that, that you, would, uh, you would want to be with. So yes, they would not only had stockings on, so they, their pants were more like knickers, you know, they came all the way up. Uh, but they would also put pads sometimes back where the calves are. No um, way. Oh yeah, and and it just that was fashion. Really? Um, oh That's yeah, so the man who had large calves it was was looked after. So what about for the common folk, right? So what about people who aren't super wealthy or aristocratic or connected somehow? What about the peasants, the farmers, and the the commoners? I mean, from what I remember it wasn't necessarily about finding a finding someone to marry their son or daughter which i'm sure they wanted as well but it was more about different like life events right marriages births harvest yeah well it was uh are you, you're talking about dance what the fuck are you talking about 
Did you switch me to dance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and that, they, yeah, it was far more um, in the celebration of now. You know, it was playful. It was fun. Um, it was about uh, expressing yourself when you are, you know, you're under such scrutiny and you can be replaced at any time. And, you know, it's just uh, the, the servant class was was just not well regarded mm. um and and i don't know how much that's even changed now but so what you have is you have dances that are that's where you let loose you know it's almost the opposite if you look at um hopefully this week you'll get to see the pavan and the and the brawl and the differences in those dances is one is just fun it's it's a super simple dance. The brawl is just a super simple dance, and it is to have fun. It's a celebration, um, and so you'll you'll see that what's what's come down through the years uh, is that dance has become more celebratory even now. You know, and so if you think about um, like as a DJ, I, I did uh, I did uh, bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs, and some of those dances. Are, are really old and really celebratory uh, dances. And it is like the Hava Nagila and, and you do the dance, I forget the name of the dance right now, but um, it's it's amazing to see them all. And everybody dances with everybody. It just doesn't matter. Oh, so the brawl isn't, isn't partnered up? It is not, no. Uh, now, there may be ways, I, I haven't seen, because a brawl, saying the brawl is like saying the, you know, it's like saying hip hop, you oh. know, so it, so it's a, it's more of a genre of dance and the brawl would be like, oh, okay, so that's doing, uh, that's the one that has the moonwalk in it. I, I don't know. I, that's not a really good way to say it. Um, no, but that make that, that, that makes sense. It's so the, there's many types of, of brawl. Yeah, but, but you're, but you're right. So the brawl is, it's everybody come have fun. It's often in a circle. Um, and then the intricacies of the brawl, so it's usually a simple dance. Uh, and I think probably if you're gonna uh, teach the same one that, that we did years ago, uh, when I could still walk, um, the <laughs> and if you're gonna do the one that, that we did years ago, it, what really dictates the fun of it is you have to stay in that simple dance as the music, um, the tempo just accelerates. Uh, and that's and pretty soon you're just like oh my gosh, you know, and you can't help but laugh. It, yeah, it's no, that's just... going to be super fun. That is so that is so interesting just to kind of like because when you were talking about the pavan, I just felt like hot and stuffy and pressure. Um, but when you were talking about the brawl, of course, all of a sudden it felt like just release and relax and and fun. But then you know it's kind of juxtaposed with that idea that like well daily life was reversed too, you know, much yeah. harder. So wow, that's really yeah. fascinating. Yeah, I think the students are gonna love, gonna love doing this. Now, so here's something I want to talk about real quick. Um, you know, so we're obviously doing this this class in the summer of 2020, right? Um, pretty turbulent world. Um, from your from your perspective, you know, where do you see dance as like? Because it was so much a part of the culture at that at that period of time, and it isn't necessarily as ingrained into our culture now. Do you see social dance or dance at all 
in in this world right now and having it be a tool for positive change or a tool for for any sort of healing of any kind what's your take on that that's such a good question yeah because i if i think about it so when i grew up you know and i'm a little older than you uh (laughs) but i grew up in the 70s and 80s and dance was everything and you know and and it was it was popular and you saw studio 54 in the news and you know i went down to the i think it was called the palladium in san francisco and it was three levels of people dancing everywhere you know when i first moved to seattle even into the 90s <clears throat> you know uh you still had swing dance had come back all these different things and you could go to the phoenix or you go places like that and just dance and you could dance all night long you get lessons and then you dance and so you could do a more formal dance or you could just dance to release steam or, you know, uh, try to meet wonderful people that might also want to release steam. So uh, there was all that going on. Mm. <clears throat> and it's interesting that you would ask that because I, and part of it is I'm just, I'm older, I have kids and that sort of thing. I don't get out much, but I also don't see, you know, you just saw dance studios on the news and it wasn't always bad it was like you know and so and so was seen here and there was always the club that was opened up and everything um and not only do i think that that's declined it's not as big a part of our culture Mm. uh i think i think what happened is like working out took over or you know in the northwest here everybody wants to do things that are outside so you don't you just don't have as much of that you don't have and and you know, in, in Eastern Washington, you've got like five clubs in, you know, 6 million square miles. <laughs> so it's, it, it's not a thing I see. Yeah. I don't see it on the news. And of course, now you've got people that are catching COVID-19 yeah. that, you know, with that going around, nobody's, nobody's doing anything. So uh, but like what a good question. Seems like it would be something that, you know, could possibly heal in a way if we were even allowed to be near one another now. I did see a lot of Zoom dance parties popping up during the uh, the stay-at-home order. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, it's interesting when I think about, um, like even the thing with the Ozarks and stuff like that where they went out and I, I watched videos of that that were on the news and different things. And it was funny because there were there really isn't a lot there's a lot of people drinking and maybe this is what spring break is <laughs> you know it didn't used to be this way but yeah. it's like there were a lot of people drinking there were a lot of people in water uh there were a lot of people you know doing games stuff i didn't see a lot of people uh dancing right you know i just don't know what role it plays anymore uh and i'm not i'm not in a city anymore either so i it, it, what a good question well hopefully we'll be able to to dig into that a little bit more we have we have a lot of interesting modules this this semester and this one is equally interesting um the way that you've kind of painted the picture for us uh so far has been just the perfect way for us to start moving forward into this next section so i want to thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom and your expertise in this uh i wish that they could see you dance because you are a gazelle. <laughs> Gazelles aren't they usually running away from from something <laughs> that would prey upon them? 
<laughs> but yeah, you're, you're right. I am. I am for a six five, two hundred and sixty five pound man. I am fleet of foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Thanks for having me on. This is great. I, I hope to uh, to see if there's anything else I can I can bore your students with. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you later. <laughs>